Reverend Albert Oduwale is the president of Word Ablaze Mission International and the founder slash GO of the Triumphant Assembly Churches International with the mission of planting city churches that raise triumphant models. A husband to his wife, Reverend TJ Oduwale, and a father to three godly and amazing kids, he is here to shake up the city of St. Catharines with a special word from God. Royal House, please give a thunderous welcome to Reverend Albert Oduwale. Are you ready for God's word this morning? Are you sure you are ready? I'm here to do just three things. Somebody say three. Some you think three is small, but three is powerful. Somebody say three. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. Somebody say three. You yourself, you are a spirit, you have a soul, you live in a body. Somebody say three. You are a man, M-A-N. Somebody say three. M for morning, A for afternoon, N for night. Man, somebody say three. Outer court, inner court, holy of holy. Somebody say three. Jesus was resurrected the third day. Somebody said three. Jonah was permitted the third day. Somebody said three. The Bible said that remaineth three. Faith, hope, and love. Somebody said three. There are three that bear witness in heaven. Somebody said three. There are three that bear witness on earth. Somebody said three. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Somebody said three. Peter, James, and John. Somebody said three. The kingdom of God is not in meat and dream, but righteousness, peace, and joy and the Holy Ghost. Somebody said three. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Somebody says three. In fact, the Bible made us realize that when Jesus was born, they gave him three kinds of gifts. Somebody says three. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Somebody says three. Even the stupid devil said, I've come to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Somebody said three. That might be why I have three children. And if you don't have up to three, you need to do more. Somebody said three. Praise God. <laughs> so let me look for somebody that needs to do more and tell them you need to do more. You you need, you need, you need to do more. Look for somebody else and say you need. It's never too late to do more. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's never too late to do more. No matter what the devil says, we can do more. One lady came to me and told me in our church that she had a problem with having children and that um, there is nothing that can be done. I told her God punished the devil and his mother-in-law. There is something that can be done with God. With God, all things are possible. But she said to me, she said, you don't understand. She said, she's a doctor. I'm not a doctor. She said, if I see the fallopian tube, the way the that's when I got annoyed. I look at her and say, stop that. What I don't know, I don't know. But what I know, I know. I might not know fallopian tube, but I know Philippian truth. Hey! Hey, 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 hey. Philippian truth said, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Give God a shout if you believe that. Today she has two children. Amen. Because Philippian truth is superior to Philippian too. Praise God. I want you to shout at the top of your voice and say, I'm making progress. You know, 
I said the three to say to you is also the third month. And there is a grace upon the third month. Every time. Every time. When it's the third month, God moves into action to bless us. Look at somebody and say, God is blessing me. And I'm making progress. Every day. In every way. In the name of Jesus. God is blessing me. And I'm making progress. Every day. In every way. Let me show you 2 Chronicles 31 verse 7. 2 Chronicles 31 7. 2 Chronicles 31 7. If you are there, say amen. If you are still looking for it, say wait for me. Okay, if you don't know where it is, it is in the Old Testament. Are you there? 2 Chronicles, look at this. The Bible said in the third month, they began to lay the foundation of the heaps and finish them in the seventh month. God says, I'll bless you in the third month, and it will last you till the seventh month. Oh, did anybody get that? And it's not small, you lay it. Oh, coronavirus or coronavirus. God has spoken a word concerning this month. You are not entering into recession. Listen to me very carefully. I don't know who told pastor to call this month the month of progress. When the world is saying it's a month of regret. The word of the Lord came before their word came. So their word cannot nullify the word of God. We are making progress this month. And we are not making one month progress. You will have enough to pay your bills for the next... For the next four months, your bills are paid in the name of Jesus. It does not matter what is the matter. You will matter because it matters. Oh, give God a praise. Somebody shout, I'm making progress. I'm making progress. It does not matter what the devil says. I'm making progress. Give God a shout if you believe that. So for a first opening, I'm just going to read and we're going to start. Are you ready? I'm trying to get my notes. Praise God. Tell your neighbor I'm ready to make progress. Tell somebody, watch out for me. Look for that neighbor with an attitude to one that came in and posed for you like a poster color. And tell that neighbor and say, neighbor, 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 stick neighbor, boy. Watch out for me. I'm making progress. Matthew chapter 5, from verse 14, the words of Jesus. Jesus speaking said, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be eat. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel. But on a candlestick and give a light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Shout again, I'm making progress. And so I cannot be hidden. This morning I spoke on the topic I refuse to fear. This today, right now, this service I'm speaking. I refuse to be hidden. 
There is something about God's plan for you. He wants you to make progress. God does not want you to be stagnant. The Bible said the path of the just is like the shining light. It gets better and better until the perfect day. God does not want you to have a better yesteryear. As you go on, it needs to get better. Somebody said to me, you've written many books. Which of them is the best? I said to her, the next one. You've built many churches. Which of them is the best? The next one. You've preached many messages. Which one of them is the best? The next one. Because with God, it's a continuous thing. God is a God of progress. It's not a God of regress. If you are working with God, you are meant to be moving forward. It is forward ever, backward, never. God, put your eyes in front of your head, not at the back of your head, so that you can be forward looking. It does not matter what the devil is trying to do. God has a plan for you. But somebody said, Reverend, you don't understand. People have left me behind. It does not matter. Them that left you behind, we meet you in front. In the name of Jesus. In Luke chapter 3 and verse 21. Luke 3, 21. The Bible said, when all of them had been baptized. That might look like your situation. All of them had gotten married. All of them now have children. All of them have bought their own house. All of them had paid up their mortgage. All of them had started preaching. All of them are getting more anointed. But the Bible said all of them had gotten baptized. Jesus came also. Stand on your feet and pose for three people. And tell them I'm coming also. I'm a, uh, thank God for your wife. But I'm coming also. Thank God for your house. But I'm coming also. Thank God for your job. But I'm coming also. Thank God for your mortgage. Okay. Listen, you are too gentle on this side. I like the quiet side. They know to do it with attitude. Come on, tell them, I'm coming also. Oh, when you are driving on the highway, you will see the Prado driving. You will see the BMW. <laughs> they know to do swag here. Yeah. When you are driving on the highway, the Prado, the BMW, the Benz is speeding. You see the gas truck. The gas truck is going slowly. They are overtaking the gas truck, but the driver does not mind. And you are wondering, how come they are overtaking you and you are smiling? The gas driver is saying, you can overtake me here, but you wait for me at the gas station. I don't know who overtook you, but they will wait for you. Let me look for them and say, you will wait for me. You might get married before me, but you will wait for me. You might graduate before me, but you will wait for me. You might baggage your mortgage before me, but you will wait. Because I'm a gas container. I'm not an empty container. I'm a container with a content. I carry something. I'm not a non-entity. I'm a celebrity in the making. I'm not a nobody. I'm somebody getting ready to arise. I cannot be eating in this world. I have a destiny. Somebody shout, I have a destiny. I might not have a car, but I have a destiny. I might not have a wife, but I have a destiny. I might not have a lot of money, but I have a destiny. I might not have a house, but I have a destiny. I might not be able to post like you, but I have a destiny. I'm not a non-entity. I cannot be hidden. That is a plan of God for my life. That you got there before me does not mean you'll be blessed before me. Am I talking to somebody? Did you remember the ark of Noah? Every animal must enter. See how the cheetah enter. 
how the eagle flew in, how the dog got in. But the snail said, I don't care. You might think you have left me behind, but you can't go until I get in. They can't lock the door until I get in. I might be coming slowly, but I'm not going backward. It's a matter of time. Wait for me. Oh, somebody shout, future. Wait for me. I'm coming in style. Let's demonstrate that. Stand on your feet. Come on. Uh, are you ready this morning? If you make it to church, you better enjoy it. Hello? Some are some can't come, but you are here. Look at the way I'm going to do it. Future, wait for me. I'm coming in style. Are you ready? Say, future, wait for me. I'm coming in style. Come on, show some stars, show some stars. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Hallelujah. But look at it. Luke 3, 27. When all of them had been baptized, Jesus came also. Look at somebody and say, I'm coming also. But you know what? As he came and as they baptized him, the heaven was open. The rest of them that came before, heaven did not open. When it is your time, it's your time. Nobody can harass you. Don't let anybody put you under. You are coming over. The reason why your own is waiting is that your own is better. I took some of my leaders. I took them to eat. And we all order. And all of a sudden, they brought for my wife. They brought for all of them. They didn't bring my own. I was annoyed. I was saying, what is wrong with these people? And I'm the one that is paying. This is not fear. Why are they doing it like this? Then my wife called the one of them and said, excuse me, you've not brought my husband's food. Then they said, well, the chef said he knows him and wants to take his time. And that what he ordered is extra. That when we bring it, you will see it. That is when I said, hey, good boy. <laughs> the reason why yours have not come is not like the rest of them. God is taking his time. He's preparing the ground. When my food came, everybody at every table, they started looking my side. I said, Oi! <laughs> when your husband come, they will see. When your wife show up, they will know. When you give back to the babies, they will know. When you bring your car, they will know. When your fresh anointing comes, they will know. It's a matter of... Shout again, I'm making progress. There is no difference between a pregnant woman and a woman carrying a baby. Both of them are carrying something. You are carrying your own in your hand. I'm carrying my own in my womb, but we are both carrying something. It's time that we show the difference. The difference between here and there is the T. Here, there is the T. And that T stands for time. That is why I cannot envy you. I'm just waiting for my time. I can't envy you. I'm making progress. So Ecclesiastes chapter 3. He said there is a time for this and a time for that. And he mentioned 28 times. Time to laugh. Time to cry. Time to be born. Time to die. 
But you know the time he didn't mention? He didn't mention time to quit. That's the only thing I don't have time for. I can't quit. Because if the snail had stopped, it wouldn't make it into the hack. But it was slow, but it kept on going. I want to let you know, keep on going. One day you preach in that place. One day you drive that car. One day you move to the house. One day you marry your sweetheart. So, so Jesus said, because you have a destiny, I want you to make a progress, don't hide. Three reasons why he said we should not hide. Number one, he said you are the light. That Matthew chapter 5 verse 14. Matthew 5 14 said you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Give me Matthew 5 14. So don't hide. Let me look at somebody and say don't hide. Light cannot hide. No matter how thick the darkness is, you put on light, it comes. It's darkness that hides. So number one, he said you are the lie. Number two, in verse 15, he said your light is needed for the whole house. He said a man can't light a candle and put it under a bushel, but, but on a candlestick and give a light to all that is in the house. So God did not give you your gift for just you. He gave it for your house. He didn't give you your talent just for nothing. He gave you for the house. That is why I need to talk to some of you here. You belong to the shower morning choir. When you enter into the shower, nobody can rest. You modulate. Oh, great. No. Ah! It's meant for the Sunday morning choir. Not for every morning shower. Your gift is meant to give light to the house. So some of you, we have been waiting for you for too long. There is something you have that is meant to be for my benefit. You are meant to be in protocol to bless this house. You are meant to be part of the ushers to bless the house. But look at you. You are hiding. Look at somebody and say, stop hiding. A pastor stood by the door. And as people were coming out, he was telling them, have you joined the service of the Lord? Are you in the army of the Lord? We need you to start serving in this house. Then he saw one guy. Then you point to one, I need the service of the Lord. Have you joined the army of the Lord? The guy said, yes. Ah! Pastor said, which unit? Because I don't see you serving. The guy whispered, secret service. <laughs> Royal House does not have secret service. <laughs> we need you to come out of hiding. Because your light is meant for the house. Number three reason why he said, uh, let, let, let me explain this to you. Have you ever read, 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 oh my God, this is very interesting. Have you ever read Matthew chapter 9? Matthew chapter 9, the Bible talked about that woman that was, that was going. And Jesus was going and the woman touched the hem of his garment. And immediately she was healed. Immediately. And Jesus stopped and said, somebody touched me. And everybody said, no, 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 everybody's strong in you. He said, no, 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 somebody touched me. And I used to wonder, why was Jesus wasting time over this woman? Because she touched you, she got healed. Why do you want her to confess? Moreover, you can imagine how Jairus was feeling. Because Jairus' daughter was dying. So Jairus was like, excuse me, sir, if they touch you, I apologize on their behalf. Let's go, let's go. My daughter is dying. But Jesus waited. I didn't know the reason. Until Matthew 14, verse 35. In Matthew 14, Give me Matthew 14. Oh, verse 35. That is exactly a year after. 
So this woman, it took 12 years for her to come to a conclusion that, well, I can't talk to him because I have an issue of blood. If I talk to him, they will stone me to death. A woman with an issue of blood should not go into the crowd. It's like a woman with coronavirus. Because you know, going to the crowd, but she attempted to come. So she said, Because I can't talk to him, all I can do is to talk to him of his garment. Before then, nobody had done it before. But that said, she kept on saying to herself, If I can talk to him of his garment. But a year after, verse 35, when the men of the place knew that it was the same Jesus, then they sent to all the country round about, go to America, go to Mexico, go everywhere, go and bring everybody that is deceased. Why? Verse 36. Verse 36, they besought Jesus that they might only touch the hem of his garment, and as many as touch were made whole. How did they know they can touch from that woman? That is why if you're in this church and God bless you, and you don't share testimony, you rob us. The pastor prayed, and your cancer dried up, and you don't tell us, you rob us. Because when we hear, we can also believe. It took that woman 12 years to know it is possible. It took the whole country, several countries, only one year. That was why Jesus needed her to testify because sometimes our faith is boosted by your testimony. Stop hiding. Your healing is for the house. Because when God healed you and you keep it to yourself and God bless you and you keep it to yourself and you pay your tithe and God rebuke the devourer and you don't share it, that testimony dies with you. But when you share it as a testimony, it bats other testimonies. Don't hide. Don't hide the testimony. Number three reason. Matthew chapter 5 verse 16. Why God said you should not hide. Verse 16. Jesus said, let your light so shine before men that they might see your good works and glorify your father. So your shining makes us to glorify God. Something happened yesterday. You know, they picked me from Richmond Hill, brought me to the hotel. Pastor was waiting for me. We took pictures, and like I normally do, so I picked my phone, we took some pictures. The pictures, the hotel, I put it on my WhatsApp status. And you know what happened from all over the world? People started saying, oh, this is a nice hotel. Thank God. Not thank Pastor Dio. Not thank me. Thank God. You need to know that our good works is what provokes people to praise our God. The reason why some people are not praising God is because you are not giving them a reason. Oh, am I getting too tough? All right. So don't hide. Somebody say don't hide. And what the devil tries to do is to hide us. Do you know the first action of man after the fall in Genesis chapter 3? The first action in Genesis 3, 8, the Bible says when the act of Jesus in the cool of the day, Adam and his wife eat themselves. That's the first thing they did. They eat. Because that is the purpose of the devil making them to fall. The devil does not want you to shine. He wants you to be hidden. But somebody shout, I'm making progress. So I can't be hidden. You might be an immigrant. Don't be hidden. You might have relocated from Ottawa. Don't be hidden. The act is the Lord and the fullness thereof. My question is, who is hiding you? There are three or five people that can hide you. Number one, you can hide yourself. Genesis 3.10. Adam said to God, I had your voice in the garden. I was afraid and I was naked and I hid myself. A lot of people are hiding themselves. You can sing, but you're hiding yourself. You can worship, you're hiding yourself. 
God has blessed you with enough money to move this church forward, but you are hiding yourself. You need to come out of hiding. Stop hiding yourself. Number two, sometimes it is other men that hide you. Have you had bosses like that before? That try to put you under. That don't want people to know what you carry. Men can hide you. Some of them, you, in Exodus chapter 2 verse 2, the Bible was talking about even the mother of Moses. The mother of Bible said when she saw that she was a, it was a goodly child, she hid him. So when some people see you can preach, they hide you. When they see you can sing, they hide you. When they see that you are pretty and their boo is coming to the house, they tell you not to come to the sitting room because you are goodly. They hide you. But look at verse 3. Verse 3 said, And when she could no longer hide him, God must lift up your hand and say, In the name of Jesus, I can no longer be hidden. I don't care who is trying to hide me. It might be sickness. It might be pain. It might be other men. But from today, just like Moses, I can no longer be hidden in the name of Jesus. Number three, sometimes the enemy tries to hide you. In Matthew chapter 2 verse 13, the word came unto Joseph in a dream. He said, take baby Jesus and run because they tried to kill him, the enemy. So they had to go and hide Jesus in Africa. Yes, in Africa. They hide him in Ethiopia where they can't kill him because the enemy wanted to kill him. But glory to God. By verse 19, and the same angel appeared and said, so now Joseph, take baby Jesus and take him back. And Joseph said, but they were going to kill him. He said in verse 20, he said, no, for them that seek the life of the boy, they are no more. Anything seeking your life, any person seeking your life, we come against them right now in the name of Jesus. We declare an end has come to them. Whatever is eating you from today, they will no more. They will be no more in the name of Jesus. Number three, sometimes circumstances try to hide you. In Esther chapter 2, we see that in the life of Esther. The Bible made us realize in verse 7 that though she was beautiful, she had no father, she has no mother. She was an orphan. It was her uncle, the gate man, that raised her up. So when they were looking for a queen, she thought she was not qualified. But who told you you are not qualified? Who told you you can't go far? Who told you you don't have what it takes? Don't let circumstances put you down. It does not matter where you come from. You are here now. It does not matter the color of your skin. You are blessed. It does not matter the English you speak. It's okay. Stop letting circumstances of your past to hold you down. Move forward. That is why a lot of people are driving forward looking backward in the rearview mirror. And what happens? They have an accident without insurance. Because she had meant to be looking forward. She thought of her background. And because of that, she was trying to hide. When they wanted to kill all the Israelites, she said, I can't come out. I'm an orphan. I'm a refugee. Oh, but the uncle sent word to her and said, stop that. Because if you don't rise for us, God will raise help to somebody else. Is that not even very exciting? That God is not conditioned to one man to help you. That it's a privilege for them to help you. That if they refuse to help, God will raise another help. Joshua in Joshua chapter 1, he was like, God, and we are finished. Moses had died, and God is a very interesting God. God said, hey, look here. 
Moses, my servant, is dead. Full stop. But you know what he said? Moses, my servant. He was my servant. I'm the one that used him. I can use somebody else. You know, sometimes God will just move some people away from your life to make room for some better people. I've seen that as a pastor for several years. So people will come and say, we're leaving. And I'm like, if they leave, we are done. And they left and we are still not done. We are still doing. Because when they left, God sent some other people. The Bible says, press down, shaking together, running over. Some needs to be overflow for some to enter. Circumstances. Number five, good one. Sometimes it is God that hides you. Psalm 17 verse 8. David said, God will keep me as the apple of his eyes. He will hide me under the shadow of his wings. From the wicked that oppress me. And from deadly enemies that compass me about. Psalm 27 verse 4. One thing have I desired of the Lord. And that will I seek after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord. And all the days of my life. And behold the beauty of the Lord. And inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble. He will hide me in his pavilion. And the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon on the rock. So, there are three things. Very quickly, you must never hide. Number one, never hide your talent. Never. Never. You might not be able to sing as well as other people, but what you've got is what you've got. It's your talent. Somebody said to me, said, but Reverend, I don't think I have any talent. I said, stop that. Some people's talent is to smile. And they make money advertising close-up. Your problem is that what you are doing for free, other people are doing it for a fee. Because you don't treasure your talent. Never hide your talent. You can cook, it's a talent. Invite everybody. You know, you know, the founder of KFC nearly committed suicide at 54. Nothing was working. Meanwhile, he's got a recipe from his grandma that will touch the world. Do you know in the darkest corners of Africa now, there is KFC there? Can, can you imagine that? Don't hide your talent. In Matthew 25, 25, that guy said, I was afraid, and I went to hide my talent in the earth. Verse 26 of that Matthew 25, look at how Jesus said, the Lord rebuked her and said, you are wicked and slothful. When you hide your talent, you are wicked. Because as we saw earlier, your talent is meant to shed light into the whole house. Number two, never hide your covenant heritage. Mm -mm. You are a Christian, you are a Christian. When my wife started work, when we just got married, she said to me, she said, at her workplace, they crack naughty jokes, lewd remarks. She doesn't know how to handle that. I said, I'll teach her to do it. I said, when you go to work tomorrow, carry the biggest Bible we have in the house. When you get a walk, put it on your table. Bam! Slam it down. Put your hand on it. I say, glory to God. Lord, I give you praise. That was the last time they cracked a little joke around her. It's when you are hiding yourself that they mess you up. Let them know what you stand for. Hello? You are not pushy when you get to work and say, hey, hello, how are you doing? My name is Albert. I'm actually a Christian. I believe, I believe in God. I go to Royal House. We have a very lovely church. Uh, I just want you to know me. You know, that's all. 
it will be difficult for you to be tempted after that to do what they do. They won't even invite you to pub. Because if if somebody's writing you, they say, no, 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 ah, don't do that. He's one of them. Never. In Esther 414, Esther wanted to hide the covenant heritage. The uncle said, if you hold your peace, God will bring deliverance from another source, but you and your father's house will suffer. Number three, never hide your destiny. Never. 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 Pastor Dio is an, is, is, is an example of a man that never hides his destiny. He went to Kano. Kano in West Africa, Nigeria. They kill Christians sometimes. And he pastored the largest redeemed church there. He's destined for it. A lot of people, you know, they say, well, you know, I just relocated to St. Catherine's. I don't want people to know me. Oh, no, 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 no. Your destiny is your destiny. In 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse 21, they were trying to look for a king. And when they, the Bible said in verse 21 of 1 Samuel 10, when they caused the tribe of Benjamin to come there, then they picked Saul. But look at verse 22. Then they inquired of the Lord and said, God, where is this Saul? They were looking for him. And God said, He has hid himself. He has hid himself. Go and pick him up. And they ran and fetched him. And when he stood among the people, was higher than the people. Many a times your destiny is not about you. When God called me, I was reluctant. I was young. I was just, I mean, I, I was, I started my ministry out of college. You don't do that. I didn't want to do it. But I was sleeping one day, Pastor, and I had people crying and saying, When will you come and deliver us? We've waited for you for a lifetime. When will you come? I woke up. I was, I was sweating. You need to understand that your destiny is not about you. You can't hide it. You can't say, well, I'm new here. Don't want them to know. Show yourself. Let me point to three people and tell them, show yourself. Show, show. Don't be a soul. Hiding. I'm rounding up now. So why do people hide? Have you ever thought of that? Why do they hide? Number one, the lies of the devil. It was lies that made them in Genesis chapter 3 to go and hide. They said we were naked and we eat ourselves. And God said, who told you? Who told you? Who told you you are not good enough? Who told you you are not the best? Who told you God does not have a plan for your life? Who told you? Somebody said, well, some people came to our church. They said, well, we're just passing by. We're just here for one year. I said, can you imagine what God can do through you in one year? You mentioned one year like that, 12 months. Then I gave them instances of people because my city is a pass-through city of people that just passed through one year. We never forgot them. Did you know the whole ministry of Jesus was three years? And he died at 33? Lies of the devil. You can't do it. You are not qualified. You don't have what it takes. God punish the devil and his mother-in-law. Stop listening to the lies. Number two reason, low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. One of the words I hated most in English language is low self-esteem. You know why? Because it is self-esteem. Don't you get it? They gave you your paper to mark and you mark yourself wrong. It's self-esteem. No, 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 you've got to believe in yourself. I love myself. Oh, I love myself. I look at myself in the mirror, I blow myself a kiss and I, and I take it back. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody taller than me, I'm sorry, you are too tall. If you are shorter than me, you are too short. If you are fatter than me, go and die, you are too fat. If you are slimmer than me, go to McDonald's, you are too slim. If, if you are finer than me, you are too fine. That's why my wife did not marry you. I'm the best at being myself. I love me. Somebody said, I don't like you. I said, that's okay. I love me. Not for all of us. I look at myself in the mirror this morning. I gave myself a bump fist. Come on now. I love me. Oh, my. ago in Maryland, USA, a lady said to me, I was depressed last week. I said, depressed? What happened? She said, well, uh, uh, it was exactly Tuesday. I was depressed. I said, why? She said, it was February 14th and um, nobody took me out. I said, uh -huh. She said, you didn't care. It was February 14th. Nobody took me out. I said, uh -huh. what happened to your legs? She said, nothing. I said, if nobody takes you out, you can take yourself out. Go to Cheesecake Factory. Order the best meal there. Take yourself some good non-alcoholic wine. When you are done, say to yourself, it's been nice going out with you. <laughs> Glory to God. In Judges chapter 6, an angel, not a woman being, an angel appeared to a man and said, you great man of valor. He said, forget it, not me. Uh, our family, our nation is the smallest in the continent. Uh, our family is the smallest. Shut up! Who is asking you that? And some of you are like that. We look at you and say, oh my word, I love your shoe. Uh, I got it on sales. Who is asking you? Who is asking you? I say, I love your shoes. They're telling me you got it on sale. Say, wow, beautiful week. Uh, somebody has bought it for me. Forget that. Acknowledge is beautiful. Low self-esteem makes you to hide when you should not be hiding. Number three, fear. If you are not here in the first service, please get a message. I refuse to fear. Because in Matthew 25, 25, it was fear that made that man hide his talent. See what he said? He said, I was afraid. That's why I hid the talent. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. As I close in Nehemiah chapter 6, Verse 10. Please give me Nehemiah 6 10. Nehemiah 6 10. Are you blessed? Are you happy you came to church today? Afterward, I came to the house of Shemir, the son of Deliah, the son of Meatibel. Some of those people, they always have terrible names. He was shut up. He was eating himself. He was too scared. He refused to manifest his glory. He refused to make progress. You know, you know, can I talk to young ladies here? Pastor, maybe one day I should just come and talk to on, on relationship. A lot of ladies, they stopped making progress because of what one guy did. And the guy had moved on. Somebody said to me, if you know what men have shown me, I said, shut up. Romans 5, 17. He said, by one man offense came, by another man life came. If you shut all men out because of what one man have done, Hey, if you shut all men out because of what one man had done, the man bringing your life won't reach you. <laughs> I love this church already. Amen. 
He was shut up. Then he said to me, to Nehemiah, let's be together in the God's house within the temple and let's shut the doors. The problem with people that are hiding is that they want people to join them. They are soliciting for you to hide like them. You are new in royal house and they're already soliciting you. Hey, be careful you serve here. I've done it before. When I just came, Association of Retired Christians. Who is asking you? He was shut up. He's now soliciting Nehemiah to join him. He said, let's go to God's house and lock the door. Let's, let's hide. Let's hide within the temple. Let's shut the doors. So that when they come to kill you, neither night or day will be hiding. Look at verse 11. Oh, I love what the man said. The man said, a man like me. You don't know who you are talking to. Me? A man, will a man like me hide? And run. Our kind don't run. You know why this church is a great church? Because I know your pastor. I know his father. We don't hide. We don't flee. We face opposition to face it out. Coronavirus met us here. We leave us here. Ebola came, left us here. Flu came, left us here. He will come and go. Soldier go, soldier come. Barak remain. We are Barak. <laughs> yeah. Say, ah. Where come from? They will say it in, in pidgin English. You know the look face. A man like me run. No way. He said, <laughs> who is there? Let, let me give you a very interesting story. Years ago, I was flying within Africa, so I got to Ghana. There was a delay. So they said, we can't travel again back to Lagos, Nigeria. That will be the next day. Okay. So I walk up to the desk normally, and I said, excuse me, so this is not my fault. It's your fault. You've got to get me accommodation. So which hotel am I staying? They said, well, um, I'm sorry, we don't do that. Um, if you're flying within Africa, you, I said, so where will I stay? Then they pointed to people. They said, look at all these people. They're in the same situation. And I saw people. Elderly, young, corporate, non-corporate. Some of them put their back down. They put their head on their back and all that. So, me too, I carried my bag. I was going. Then I saw one of our fathers in the faith from Nigeria. I greeted him. He said, oh, Dr. Alba, what are you doing here? I said, I'm going to Nigeria. He said, yeah, the same thing with him. He said, so what's happening? You're going to the hotel? I said, no. They said, we can't go to the hotel. We have to stay here. The man said, no way. Our kind does not stay here. <laughs> my hair is cut as he was going, I follow him. Then he got there. They told him what they told me. I was trying to say, uh -huh. he said, no way. Do you know who we are? Our kind don't stay here. Get me your superior officer. They got that superior officer. He said the same. This man of God said, no way. We don't do that. Get me your manager. Then the manager said, okay, okay. I'll make exception for the two of you. I said, yeah. So they took us to one of the best hotels in Accra. The next morning when we were going to the airport, I look at that man and I say, thank you, sir. He said, I didn't pay for the hotel. For what? I said, for showing me my kind. I came all the way from Nigeria to come and show you your kind. Your kind does not hide. Your kind makes progress. Your kind, if you take it, you'll be like them. You are not like them. Stand on your feet, everybody. Glory to God.
<laughs> we know our kind. Thank you for listening. We hope you have been blessed by the word today. Please join our services live every Sunday, 9 a.m. and 10.45 a.m. and Bible study every Friday, 7 p.m. at 95 Church Street, St. Catharines. We hope you have a wonderful week ahead and God bless you.